0: welcome to this week's podcast this is the fourth installment of what the fuck do you know and i am your host mikey b and i'm hanging with eduardo of colorado and steven the gusto from new mexico again this is a podcast where the host knows the most and the co-hosts have to give their best shot at figuring out what the fuck they know this topic isn't a solo topic, but a combination of topics. These topics have vast similarities, or better yet, they fit together like pieces of the same puzzle. From the big screen to the printed pages, movies such as Doctor Strange, Awake, Solaris, Vanilla Sky, and then Matrix Matrix, sorry, have kept the audience, audiences wrapped up in their mysteries. Philosophy. That's a good one into it.
1: Simulated reality.
0: You think? Those are both great. Augmented reality.
2: Like Pokemon Go. <laughs>
0: so stupid. <laughs> All right, well, to get this started, at this point, I asked my co-hosts to dispose of their advanced technology, silence their devices, and walk down this metaphysical road with me. What the fuck do you know about abstract theories with no proven basis in reality?
2: I mean, it sounds pretty straightforward. I just want to get an example of where we want to start off.
0: I'd actually already thrown a few examples out there. A, Steven, his favorite trifecta movie series, The Matrix.
2: Yeah, augmented reality, right?
0: Exactly. So what Philosophy. we're actually going to be talking about is the first one we're going to talk about is what's called astral projection. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you know about astral projection?
1: Other than what Dr.
2: Strange taught us, right? Yeah,
0: that's a great <laughs> basis to go off of. Right? Never
2: seen that film? Never. Never. It's a trip. It um, is a But trip. I do know about astral projection. That's like a sleep paralysis and such, isn't it? Um, you can really
0: move. what it is, it's like exo- esotericism, and it describes the intentional out-of-body experience. So basically, it's, you're controlling yeah. your, so sleep your
1: mind. It's like your...
2: Have you ever experienced sleep Outside paralysis? Outside body. Have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? Yeah, I've heard of sleep paralysis. had sleep
0: paralysis and like you try to wake up and move, but you can't move.
2: Cause... And you're, yeah, it's, you've actually projected into another plane, your soul and your, your, your knowing mind is in another plane on this, in this world. And so you can see your body and things that are happening to you while still dreaming sleep paralysis does that yeah so you cannot move your body you feel like you're naturally awake but you can see into your body Uh, that you are still dreaming yeah i you see your body moving reacting to the dream but you cannot wake up and you cannot voluntarily move your body i thought it's an involuntary paralysis push
1: like you just can't actually move i didn't know that there was outer body experience related to that
2: that's what i've heard like i yeah. mean I've, I've experienced it once and it like blew my mind like i don't know if it was just a dream that was so intense but it was one of those ones where i could watch myself sleep feel the dream and just watching myself react my my human form my physical body reacting to the dream um in some you know you know how when you're like running in a dream and your your legs kind of move. Yeah. And they say like when you can't run in a dream, is your legs get bound up by the blankets?
0: Or when you <laughs> fall in a river and you fall out of bed. That shit
2: was you funny. I'll never forget
1: bed. that.
0: Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll touch base on that for the listeners. Again. Um.
1: Okay. So.
0: But see, so see, sleep paralysis to me the way I've never experienced what you're talking about, but. The way I was explaining to it was, my grandmother to say, Kukulu was sitting on my chest and holding me down. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a sleep yeah. demon yeah. was holding me down, and that's yeah. why I couldn't get up. That's what I was saying.
1: like with, Okay. Like knowing everything, you just can't move. No, but I, mean, I guess that's kind of the same thing in a sense, but you're just adding in that extra layer of that outer body. Like, yeah. Like,
0: but I could see that because if you think astral projection, if you're taking your consciousness your mind and you are projecting it out of your body now you're basically using that energy form your your mentality your mind your psyche whatever is out of your body and so maybe you are seeing things from a different realm and because you're not inside your own mind at that point that's why you can't your body doesn't jump like your subconscious is detached from your conscience and there are two different realms at this point
1: so with Astral projection mm-hmm. isn't so. I have two things. I, I don't really know too much about it, but um, isn't there like in like a Hindu belief? Isn't that like one of the things that they so can do? Astral like...
0: projection, yeah, because uh, really starts back from my researches starts many many moons ago with Chinese culture. Okay. And so again, like it was being able to take yourself. M- And using the energies of the body through meditation to project yourself into what's called the astral plane the spectral plane or realm to be able to seek higher guidance and from some of that that they have documented over time is that there is an astral realm there's a world there earth in its own per se that there are people there that you can go and talk to and hang out with and just live a different life on a different plane, and then you come back to what we would call the material realm uh-huh. and come back to that yes. once you've returned.
1: What What was like? What Why did they? Like, what was the benefit of the practice of that?
0: Just being more aware of the body, the mind, and the just being soul. being more in tune everything, because you, know, but you of are more body, than
2: your physical being. Yeah. Being able to understand that you have a deeper connection. connection. yeah,
1: That's cool. I also, like, when I was in uh, school, um, there was another thing that could cause, like, astral projection, but not really, was PCP. But that's almost on a different level. That's like you just don't really have control over what you're doing. Like, have you... You guys know what I'm talking about. There was, like, a case of a dude who did PCP, and then, like, he cut, like, his face off and, like, fed it to his dog. Not from, like, Hannibal, right? But, like, that's a true thing. Like, him, like, I not having no. complete control over anything because he was, like, he did a some drug. And I'm pretty certain it was PCP, but it just, like, completely, like...
0: Just turned his just brain. Off on, yeah,
1: just pushed him way where they him. just kind of like really had no control, and they were just watching what they were doing, but they couldn't control what they were doing.
0: It's almost like he's trapped in the mirror and he's watching himself just do whatever doing he's doing. Just doing weird shit. Yeah, that's that's next level. No, I, I mean that wasn't part of any of the, the research <laughs> I did. It was anything to do with any type of drugs or narcotics or anything like that. I mean, there are the cannabinoids and the hallucinogenics that was brought up throughout this, which helped assist with that Uh movement through astral projection not and the thing is too with a lot of it is really that what they were saying is that you can go out and you know travel these realms or this realm of astral world and then come back to this world but again you know when I start to think about that I mean here's a movie that Eddie likes it quite a bit is like ready player one where they're putting themselves into this virtual reality world. I and mean, yeah. in a sense, like we are almost like creating our own type of astral projection by putting ourselves into these virtual reality movies, yeah. virtual reality video games. And again, it's like we're living this whole other life that isn't actually our life, but it's inside this digital realm. Like, so along that lines, like maybe we're kind of advancing ourselves to an astral projection, but it's more of on the, Digital technology, type like of thing,
1: simulated astral
2: projection type,
0: exactly. thing. It's your oasis, your escape.
2: Virtual reality, augmented reality. Yeah, it's not necessarily astral, right? Because it's not you, your soul. I think that astral projection has to do more with your soul. Yeah, it's the your the
0: astral body, metaphysical.
2: Body yeah. Yeah augmenting and virtually changing your reality, I don't think it's quite the same. I think that there's a connection there with that technology that you become addicted to. And you become addicted to having the most control of this virtual reality without having repercussions on your physical being, Um, real injury, death, you know, you become much more fearless. You do a lot more, you do things that are outside of your actual possibility in those kinds of situations. If that makes sense.
0: No, it does. And I can, you can kind of almost see that, like I wouldn't really call it a societal norm, but you see it more where I'm not picking on the kids here, but they do play a lot of video games, and then they go out and do some of these challenges that they do in these video games that ends up leading to bodily harm or bodily harm to other people because they, it's almost like they can't flip that switch from what's digital to. What's I would real. I would
2: beg to completely differ on that. I think that that's asinine, and I think <laughs> that there's no true study that actually shows that playing video games creates more malevolent children or that people are these school shooters or even mass serial killers mass murderers are have been proven to watch or play video games violent video games and then go out and do these things there are hundreds of thousands more cases where that is not it doesn't even it's not even a factor
0: I think it has to be a factor. There there has to be some the, factor there. I'm not saying it's 100% responsible, but there has to be that. It's like Marilyn Manson. talking about there's people C- who listen to
2: Marilyn stuff. Manson are fucking sickos. No, there's plenty of people. You listen to Marilyn Manson, Michael. I know you did. He might have some. And are you a sicko?
0: I mean, some people. Are
2: you a sicko? Like in, in no. society's <laughs> like getting, norms. Like, what no.
0: was sick about Marilyn Manson? Like what was sick right, about it? Right, exactly,
2: exactly. But that's what people say. That's what society says. Charles
0: Manson, like if you read his books and studied his ways, then maybe you could change your own mindset to become that quote-unquote sicko. But I'm not saying it's directly the impact or it's the implication of it. I'm not saying that they play this video game and then they run outside and start pulling out guns and shooting people. Nothing like that at all. What I'm saying is it's planting a seed. Okay. Or like if, because yeah. then you can't on, watch anything. You can get on right TikTok. In. No, this is not sponsored, but you can <laughs> see on there where there's the Grand Theft Auto challenge where people run around and punch people on train stations and in the street because it's from a video game. Like stupid things like That's that. That's not don't, a challenge
2: in in video games.
0: It's not, but again, it's that challenge of the kids real being world. Stupid. So they're exactly they're taking what they're doing over here in the digital side and thinking for some reason it's okay to do it in the real side.
2: No. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I don't think that there's any studies that would actually.
0: I never said there was a study. No, do I think there are either because it's hard to prove.
2: Right. Then I think that 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 thought is kind of kind of crazy, and to put video games down like that in a sense. Oh, I is... wasn't putting
0: anything down. I was simply making kids will be an kids, and kids are
2: stupid. That's all that we know. That's that's like a fact. You know, is there is there a cinnamon challenge in video games? No. Is there black magic in video games? No. We did those as kids. Was it the chokeout challenge in video games? No. Just people randomly punching somebody on the subway, that's because they're being an asshole. True. Because they think they're going to be able to get away with it. They want to push their boundaries. They're testing limits. That's not a video but, game thing. So,
1: I, I mean, Mike, were you alluding to more of like what Steven's talking about, like on the violent level or just kids just being... Fucking stupid because they play like a skateboarding game and all of a sudden they think they could do this trick. My
0: where I was going with it was just not into making (laughs) it a complete category of its own and belittling it or bringing it down or dislabeling it or giving it a bad name. No, it really was again that the potential of that seed being planted where they take themselves from that digital realm video game and then put themselves into the real world. Um, I have a close friend, I know you both know him, and he played video games so religiously that he had a hard time detaching himself from those video games, and almost started doing some of the stupid things that he was doing in the video games in real life, and I witnessed this with my own eyes, so maybe I have a different perspective of yeah. it, and I've seen it firsthand, but again, I think that it's not that far-fetched. I don't believe it is. If you immerse yourself so much into something and you start to believe it, feel it, build that connection, and then you go out into the real world. Yeah. Maybe you are projecting that in through you and creating your own little astral plane of mentality.
1: I mean, I can agree and even relate to that on like my own personal level. Maybe not so much on like a, from a video game standpoint, but like if you immerse yourself in a lot of stuff, then you like start to live that to an extent. For instance. Um, you know, when I was in high school, I all of a sudden thought I was a badass race car driver because my car was relatively okay, you know? Right. And then, like, Tokyo Drift came out, and then all of a sudden I was a drifter, you know? But to Steven's point, is that, like, me almost living out this belief fantasy because of some movie that I had seen, or is it just me being an idiot?
0: I think it has a lot to do with being an idiot, I, but it, <laughs> you're trying yeah. to live it out a little bit, too. I mean, I'd, you got to Yeah.
1: Like, I, I don't think that they're um i I think that you know if you're looking at a venn diagram and you're looking at the stupid shit that kids do and if it's like only because of video games and only because they're stupid where it overlaps i think there's definitely some overlap of and maybe they are stupid because they've seen something but that doesn't like i think it feeds into it a little bit i don't think there's a in all be all that's why they did it but I think there's a little bit of causality there, for sure.
0: For sure, yeah. And, I mean, we're chasing butterflies on that for the listeners. We kind of went down a dark alleyway. But, again, you know, I really think the, the what I was looking through for, and this is per the University of Metaphysical Science, and I don't know if they're... Credited. University of Metaphysical Science? <laughs> I just said, I don't know if they're accredited or not, but they got a pretty uh decent website, and they got a pretty good following online. So, is it uh, a dot .com? dot com mm, sorry um, not believing it is it yeah. <laughs> it needs to not be a bel- dot, edu, dot edu dot gov edu, yeah, right. um, but no they were saying that uh, people who have experienced astral projections uh, lucid dreams and all mm-hmm. of that deja vu or whatever often with the regularity um, don't really remember much of that double life that they live so a lot of those people that say they've and this is where the research is so good word for that is uh, there's, there's not much there it's yeah. it's, it's it's kind of like me talking about video games and stuff. And then Stephen um, backing up his opinion is like, there's not much there to back it up. There really isn't. And so when they look at it and you see these videos and all these people that claim that they did this, there's really nothing there that really There's proves. no tangible and evidence. And that's why just, yeah. I said abstract theories with no proven basis in reality. Mm, that's
2: what we're talking about. got me about. in that entanglement. Got him. That's so, a that bullshit right there. <laughs> That's what he okay, led the conversation all right, with. That. All right. Okay. What do you
1: guys know about abstract? Theories I forgot proof? about
2: that whole theme. Okay. <laughs> but, I just ha- I just have a certain feeling, having studied quite a bit of criminal justice um, oh, and, and I- a lot of studies in those mass murderers, serial killers, and you know, sickos as I like to call them. Fair enough. Um, but I I play plenty of video games, and uh, trust me, I have immersed myself into plenty of video games where I go out and find collectibles. I tried, yeah. I've I've attempted to dress like certain characters from a video game, or I've tried to mock something else. Nerd alert! Yeah, I mean specifically Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I mean back in the day, I it was yeah. it was a life mission to get a birdhouse deck with you know I don't even remember certain kind of trucks and. Certain Spitfire wheels or whatever yeah. it was, Abec 13s back in the day, and like, I immersed myself in the skater culture for a strong little while there. Now I'm I'm a bigger boy and I can't skate very well, but I'll tell you what, I can get around on a skateboard. I'm not doing kick flips and heel flips and and riding the bowl, but I I can definitely skate on flat land. So that's and, like okay. something that I've that's off into. To you,
0: man. I mean, I yeah, I was the same. I immersed myself in skateboarding quite a bit and still can ride a skateboard. This okay. is a But, but my yeah. thing was, my whole intro to this when I talked about the abstract theories was really to bait somebody and Stephen oh, thanks took for the bait. The bait. But it really was, I just wanted to kind of see if there was any like mindedness there or any strong opinions against it because, again, there's very little info out there on the internet about some of these things like astral projection, and then the next couple we'll talk about that. I really think Mike
1: was. Hoping he'd bait me, or I at was, least I mean, I guessing that it would be—I'd be, I'd be but, the first one. But no, man, Stephen no, you jumped right quiet in. There. And Stephen
0: went for it, and I was okay with it. And that's why got a little grumps there. Sorry about that.
2: <laughs>
0: no, it's good. It's raw emotion, and I love that. I mean, it's just that organicness of it that I really enjoy. And thank you for um, taking my bait. Uh, <laughs> but again, you know what I was saying—like the people that do. Um, claim that they've done the astral projection or had lucid dreams or even like deja vu, like even myself, like with deja vu, I I don't really remember too much, but they don't really remember that double life. But again, you know, they when you with get deja vu, do this, you guys
2: ever like, feel it coming on, but it never actually happens? Do you ever feel it?
0: I no. do get the intuition like something's gonna happen. And then like I get myself posed or ready for it to happen. And then just like it came on, it goes away. Like, you know, I
2: could
1: tell you why deja vu is a thing.
2: If you yeah, are interested, because of your past life, that's where you died in your past life. No man,
1: you guys. So in deja, deja vu, the part of the brain that storms or that stores like long term memory, or wait, no, I'm thinking of why smells are. Oh shit, <laughs> that's your old factory you scent. Yeah. No, um, fucking idiot. Never mind. Jesus. But yeah, that's why scent. I was going down the scent pathway. But there's another thing about where, like, deja vu is your brain is actively storing it into long-term memory. So that's why you're feeling like you're reliving it again, because it's, like, the process of storing it in long-term memory or something like that. That's strange. So just
0: that small amount of whatever it is just kicks all that kind of back into full force. But again, like, when you do have deja vu and you step back and you look at it, like, do you really know why you have the deja vu besides your scientific point there like is there something like a flash of memory or an image that comes into your mind that brings you back to that deja vu and why it had happened
1: i mean i don't know if that's like what i said was a proven fact but i feel like i've heard that before okay but yeah um deja vu is weird because like is it what i mentioned a couple of seconds ago or is it because you're relating what you're doing now on a subconscious level to something you've done you know months weeks years ago or even in a whole previous life if that's you know something right or is it
2: just a straight up glitch in the matrix there there's a couple thoughts there that i have about that um a being a a little bit of a new newborn believer in buddhism and hinduism and understanding different life paths and the 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 soul moving on from life to life until you reach heaven, uh, nirvana, whatever it may be that I've heard that, you know, deja vu is where you died in a previous life in a situation like that's what kickstarts your situation into death. Another thing that I've heard is, yeah, deja vu is a glitch in the matrix that we're all just a simulation and this is this is complete bullshit and bogus. And there's a greater being that's just playing puppets with us and then see what I feel like is what I feel to be the honest truth is your mind. You having raced through a certain scenario in your mind so many times that you've predicted every single possible outcome and then you've stored that in the back of your brain and now this th- something triggered it and that is the deja vu that you are playing through one of those tricky scenarios that ended up happening in your brain but it's not necessarily happening it, it may or may not happen in real life specifically for me I say may not because 9 times out of 10 I try to stop the deja vu from happening like <laughs> I'll, <that> because... <laughs> I'll yell fucking something wild absurd outlandish or I'll like I'll like throw That's something across God, the God, room yeah. Just like I Leslie. can just Ask imagine Leslie.
1: Stephen cooking dinner one day And he's like Cannonball run And you're like yeah. what the fuck are you talking
2: about dude? 100% hundred percent. Ask just Leslie
1: just fucking...
2: I've done that I've like screamed at the top of my lungs For no reason And my wife will come running out of the other room What the fuck is wrong with you I said I was about to have deja vu And it was like a bad premonition
1: Man, if I could be a fly on Steven's wall you sometimes. That, you yell
0: out Bumblebee Tuna. Please. I got you. I'm going to do my tuna. best. Bumblebee Tuna. Oh. Like if man. I hear it across Piccadilly, I know exactly what's going exactly.
2: on.
1: Exactly. That's hysterical.
0: Well, Steven, you made some pretty good points there. And for someone who's never watched the movie Doctor Strange. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's what Marvel I was going to say. universe. Uh, not sponsored. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Again man like literally that was one of the things that Doctor Strange does yeah. do uh, in the movie okay. because of astral projection he projects himself into all these 14 million possibilities uh. of the way that things could go because of the Infinity Stones Wait. and Thanos. Oh, and so, again, yeah, yeah, no, that's really that. why I put that up there, too, talking about the, he the movies and then the printed stuff is because that's, like, one of those strong key points. And I love the fact that you're just taking the bait left and right today. Like, you don't even it. know it. Like, you're literally just putting this out there. Like, the things that do Y'all happen. looked at each other like,
1: this motherfucker done did it again. <laughs> that's because he, yeah. well, the funny thing is because you were, like, I've never seen Doctor Strange, and technically what Mike and I are talking about isn't from Doctor Strange, but it's from...
2: No, but I've seen Endgame, and I understand, like... It's in
1: Infinity War, and he's like... Oh, yeah, Infinity War. He astral-projected himself, or... Into 14 million different realities. 14 million different outcomes, yeah.
2: And the only one outcome where they beat Thanos is where, you know, spoiler alert... Nope. (laughs) No, nope. <laughs> just kidding. No, yeah. They, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Is, if they, they
0: haven't is. seen it by now, man, it's on TBS, dude. They should probably check. It. Right, exactly. He, Not sponsored. The
2: only way that they beat Thanos is by Tony dying. The snap, right? Yeah, yeah. Tony has to die for them to beat Thanos. It's the only outcome. And so Which, that,
1: how can you go in the future,
2: know the outcome and
1: see other outcomes if those outcomes don't actually happen?
2: That's his superpower. Because yeah, he that, doesn't change the future. It's yeah. not the he's grandfather. Just
1: well, but how it can really you go into needed. a future that hasn't happened, is what I'm saying. Like
0: so, I think with the theory of it, just imagine it's like the roots to a tree or a plant. Each one of the root paths is a different... One I understand Like past. He's just going down that path to see what it looks like. like, like if
2: this were to happen, what would yeah. be the final outcome? So maybe
0: outcome? he has that mental ability right to now, change that one thing, and then that... Projects in his mind or in his astral plane what yeah. that outcome could be.
2: Right, if if Thor and Spider Man team up right now and go do this mission, this task, what's the outcome of that at the end of? At, does Thanos rule? Can we can
1: we go back a couple of minutes though? Yeah, yeah. please let's go. I want to know the kind of things that Stephen yells when he's happy. <laughs> <to go. laughs>
2: <laughs> I need to know this. <laughs> No, most times. Or is it just? What do you just get? Yeah, is it just, <laughs> <roar>! <laughs> just Yes, most times it's just a verbalization. <laughs> like I'll scream at the top of my lungs, like 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 a six year old girl, like we got upstairs. Why is it, Or because you know how loud? Like I'll just yeah, scream no, in a mean. shrill, high pitched, just because it's nothing I would normally do.
0: Eddie, as much time as we have spent with this guy. Over the years, I have never not once 100%. in my life, not once, have I experienced this. So I'm calling bullshit on this 100%. No, I've no, done it at your house. I'm just joking.
2: I've done it at your house, Mike. I thought
0: that's because you fell asleep on the couch and you jolted yourself awake. No, nope. That was Maybe. you
1: on the fishing trip that we had, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: so for those listeners out there, we went fishing in New Mexico. I was standing in the water with my waders fly <laughs> fishing, and I stepped in a hole and as I stepped in the hole, I uh, sank about three feet into the water and fell backwards. And if you wear waders in the water, the water gets in the waders and you basically turn into a gigantic underwater water balloon. <laughs> there I was. <laughs> and Eddie, after this occurred, he looked at me and he's like, man, the only thing I could see was your hat floating down the river. just <laughs> uh, disappeared. So, so uh, long story short, getting to that evening, we're fast asleep. Eddie and I are sharing a room because we airbnb would a place out there with some other friends. And as I'm dead asleep, this uh, lucid dream I was having that I had no control over, I fell in the river (laughs) while I was in bed, and I literally... Pushed off the sidewall because the bed was up against the next wall. I pushed like I was trying to catch myself, and by pushing, I literally projected myself out of the bed and slammed into the floor.
2: like a, it
1: was like a twin size bed too, so it it oh man that was it so wasn't fun. far
2: for you to push yourself off the bed, but <laughs> yeah it was and me well on the floor. That's kind of a weird thing too because I was dreaming I was I was in the river still. Boom.
1: Dude, that was so funny. I
0: know when Eddie's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, bro, I fell <laughs> in the river in my dream. And then he just busts up laughing because it's just that reality there. But- when,
1: so, is that reliving something like that in a dream? Like, because that was, you, you basically were reliving something oh, that That was trauma. Done. Right. Like a PTSD. Trauma illness. induced. I was like, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just kind of like, is that... Of living certain scenarios out in your dream is that like something that you now, came across in your in your like personally. research like i mean i've lived scenarios out um and, and most of it is like things that i could have changed like previously you know like oh
2: what would have happened if you would have asked that girl if you would have had the guts to ask that girl in high school to go to prom with you
1: or if you fucking the domino effect of you know if i didn't Pretend I was a race car driver and pulled my e brake and hit the fucking curb and you know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and
2: check your matrix out of commission. That
0: didn't
1: happen.
2: So if you
0: could <laughs> astral project yourself back into those situations, mm-hmm. you would have changed it if you could see all the outcomes.
1: Man. This is bullshit that we're talking about this. But like, like, <laughs> here's
0: the next thing. So when I was looking at astral projections, some this is the next thing I'm gonna talk about wait, kept wait, popping up. Before and said we move it. on. Yeah. The
2: dream Science has actually proven that your brain is not smart enough to create new faces. So every single face you've seen in a dream has actually been somebody you've seen in real life.
1: Like in actual real life or
2: like what about
1: on movies? <clears throat> digital uh, media. Correct. Yeah. Yes. In your waking use, body you've seen yes, that person. Yes. Got it. Makes sense.
2: So like even if you passed somebody in a train station, saw them and didn't realize like Damn. you don't, you don't care about them. They could pop up in a dream again even as a bystander or as a main character. My wife had a dream about me last week,
1: of which I was flirting and returning flirtatious behavior with a blonde person.
2: Did you get? If anybody knows me, that's silly because
1: (laughs) if it ain't Latin, I ain't tapping. You know the rule. So that's how you know it's a dream for one. But who was the chick that Brittany saw in the dream? Because it had to have been on your account, a real person.
2: Yeah, and it could have been any real person.
0: maybe and I'm because if I'm she not, was hot what's up maybe though just kidding what if in the subconscious mind while she's dreaming she, maybe she got flirted on at work and she threw a little bit back and in her dream that projected onto her that's too spicy and, for this conversation Michael we can move on <laughs> sorry, <laughs> your next sorry, topic. sorry Mike <laughs> no sorry sorry for all that you know what <laughs> I mean I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble I'm just saying what if the mind works that way and because of this oh, next scene does. I know you guys have seen one of these great movies but It brings me to, like, astral projection and, like, lucid dreaming. Like, these two, for me, feel like they blend so well because they're almost, like, the same thing. But the definition of, like, lucid dreaming is knowing that you're dreaming and controlling that dream and changing the aspects. And everybody knows what movie is about to drop, right? Inception? Exactly. So that is, there's, like, that lucid dream. But again, like, are you projecting yourself into this dream and then controlling this dream. But how does your brain know that you can create Specific different realms outcomes. without you being in full control of it? So this brought huh? me to this because, exactly, I know it's weird. This <coughs> brings me to this because my daughter literally looked at me the other day and, as serious as she could be, and she looks at me and she's like, Dad, when I'm dreaming, it's because someone else is awake. And I was like, Okay, what does that she's mean? she's living someone else's she's life. she's living someone else's life. I've heard that before, actually. Well, then other...
2: other people ain't getting very much life out of me. <laughs>
0: and I was... It made me stop and think, and this is really what kind of guided me down this path to bringing up this topic is because I'm like, so when you're awake, someone else is dreaming, but when you're dreaming, someone else is awake. And it's...
2: It's like the grand puppeteer. Like, who's to say that we aren't just a marble in a, in a child's game at recess? That the Earth is not just a marble, on in a child's or the marble game. in
1: the bag that was on the fucking the galaxy on the cat's necklace. What, yeah, that Orion. It?
2: Yeah, the yeah. galaxy rests in Orion's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In or- on no, Orion's belt. that's a good like
1: that. point because I I feel like I've actually so her saying that is that's not the first time I've heard that. I feel like that's like a shared like thing that people have. Yeah, and experience I, I agreed. I
2: have and, heard that, and where, yeah. where she picked that up at is at nine know, years old is kind of like discerning yeah, a little
0: bit. Okay. She's watching. So we had a conversation channels, about it, bro. and this is the funny thing. And maybe I don't know. I kind of think maybe she got this from me, but there was one time that I said something to my wife that, "What if when we think we're awake, like we are now?" we're actually dreaming. And then when we go to sleep, and then we start to dream, we actually wake up and because we only remember a small fraction of our dream, typically, Mm -hmm. maybe that's why we don't remember what we're doing right now. Because we're dreaming. And when we do wake up, we think we only remember like a glimpse of
2: it. What is reality? What is reality? Right? The Truman Show? Oh, Dude, like what is reality? Do you actually know that you're in control of this life? Or is it being pushed upon you? Is that another thing in your
1: uh, uh, topic research? Because he brought up the Truman Show. And man, I fucking swear to God, at certain times it feels like you're in the Truman Show. When you like, say something, or you... Suez Canal. Right! (laughs) Did you know that shit went down yesterday, by the way? When you brought up the Suez Canal?
2: That they pulled it up? Who? That fucking cargo
1: ship. So you brought... I didn't know anything about that cargo ship yesterday. So you brought it up, and I was... And I start seeing all this shit just flood my news feed, right? Or my For You page.
2: Not a sponsor? Oh, wait. We didn't say anything. And I'm
1: like... Like, what the fuck, dude? But now it makes sense. But no, what I was saying was you could think of, like... The Truman... It's like... I almost feel like it's a real paradox, too. But the Truman Show thought where, like, you say something to someone or you think about something and it happened, like... For instance, fuck, dude, I haven't seen Die Hard in, like, five years. And all of no, a sudden, I'm it's sure. on TV the next day. Like, that's yeah. some weird shit. You know what I mean? Is that's, that something is, that you came across? That's
0: more wild. That's where I started pulling the movies into it because of, like, The Matrix. Like, what if there is, like, a...
2: A real reality? A
0: real reality. <laughs> and when you say something like The trimester like, you feel like you're being watched. And then all yes. of a sudden, you say something and it just pops up. What if that data input's being put into the code for your experience and then all of a sudden boom Suez so Canal starts popping up on your news feed because we talked about it yesterday and then like you said with die hard like that's why i threw the matrix in there and this is great i love how you guys are feeding into this a lot because it just really kind of helps build <laughs> this topic which i thought was going to be a short one into a little bit more of a full uh full-rounded um topic but again yeah like what if there is like the matrix type scenarios where as you see in the movies, they that live under the city and the sewers. and these, If
2: and if these there's a technology. Matrix, I want to know why I haven't learned to be mastered anything instantaneously. Are why you haven't they downloaded... Yet? No, I'm not. Why haven't they downloaded my new shit like, already? Why do I have to go through the process it's of learning? It's because
1: you haven't removed yourself from the Matrix. You don't know you're in it.
0: Because in every video game there's NPCs which are non-playable characters. Okay, so
1: we're not a reality sit, then.
0: They just sit dormant, and then until they're you're is an that, NPC
1: for somebody else's life, my guys.
0: Maybe you're in somebody else's video game, and that's why you're not the. NPC <laughs> <video game. laughs> the
2: Donald. Like, but who gets to play that? That who gets to play that playable character? Neo, like the one.
1: You are your own playable character. You
2: You aren't. You just told me I'm not. But we've had these conversations. We've had these deep. What what if? (laughs) What if religion is your? Is bullshit? Yeah. Sorry. What if religion is your acceptance into reality?
0: That's what. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Elaborate. Accept it, and you. believe it in its full entirety, then you become detached and can become your own playable character? Yes. That's heavy in its own, but like (laughs) so...
2: (laughs) Yeah, silence from two non-believers that I got right here. and It doesn't have to be religion, but I just Just threw that out there because I have two non-believers in the room with me. What if there's an unlockable, if you will, an easter egg to... Our current reality that actually unlocks the the real world we are in the matrix the real it, it unlocks the real world and you get to play as your own you you have that what do they call it? an epiphany I mean awakening epiphany. kind of thing yeah epiphany is specific you know it's got religious ties but awakening. the epiphany does. yeah just the definition of epiphany has religious ties Okay. So I, I think awakening is like better if you're not. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Okay, so I'm just trying to get my mind around this. If I believe in being a witchhopper and I start my own quote religion on that, then do my followers become. I'm f- down, Joseph Smith. Followers become... Descartes. I think that's where I am, right? Right, and then they going? become. It, awakened in a sense or is this maybe we have to figure out the riddles of the Easter egg to meet the creators so we unlock ourselves right
2: that's why there's so many religions in the world what the fuck are we talking about Christianity right? Catholicism Hindu Buddhist you know uh Mormonism maybe those creators those originators of the, the religion found that clarity got that epiphany and they met the real the reality they 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 accessed the reality and they're pushing for everybody else to access that reality yeah. but only 100% believers in or followers because you have to follow exact steps to mm-hmm. unlock an easter egg right you have to follow exactly as they did. And if one of the tiniest little things you is different, it, you no. haven't accessed it. And that's why there are so many NPCs in this game. And only the real ones, Trinity, uh, Neo, fucking, what's his name? Morpheus. Morpheus.
0: So there's only and a And who's Agent Smith? The devil. Yeah. Ooh, so there's only a handful of people that have actually reached this true enlightenment.
2: Correct. Buddha. Buddha
0: again that's and, a, that's and a back in those days, no proven reality I feel like
1: we're making up our own religion in this room right now is what I feel like we're doing
0: open conversation hundred percent
1: yeah, <laughs> I agree no, but to your point, that's actually um <clears throat> a good point because you know, maybe at back in the day when those people were coming up with like that experience, they were just like, oh. You know they're gonna say it's God without knowing that it's like a simulated reality type thing, right? Like
2: a greater being—that's what I like to call it. I I think
1: whether or not it's just somebody playing a video game or somebody,
2: yeah, the the little boy playing marbles with the the you know the universe, or yeah, the world sitting on the turtle's back, what whatever have you, Uh, wind gods, sunflower gods, whatever, you know. (laughs) People believe that there are gods for every single thing: the god of the god of harvest, the god of light, the god of night, the god of, you know, Poseidon, mess, god messengers, you know, those kinds of things. That there are so many gods that maybe there are that many people that have been enlightened that they've become the higher being.
0: That's dope. That's deep.
2: And what and and, and you know just. Going beyond that is is and this is just like this could be a separate topic on its own, but just a quick question of they call it the three O's God. Okay. If God is uh omnipresent, why can't you see him? If God is, is, is this
1: the whole if he's all powerful, can he lift a rock he can't lift? But if, if he, he is can then he's he not create all a rock he can't lift, yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then listen to the these paradoxes. One. All powerful. Why would all a all who yeah. loves
1: everybody allow? It's like a. Why it's is there it's evil like in the, the suffering world? thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's like, just the NPC who was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with these guys today. And I'm just going to go into Grand Theft Auto and punch somebody in the face. That's why they're suffering in the world.
2: <laughs> that's, that's. so... That's so. sub. Uh, I I can't even explain it. That's so fucked up that I I appreciate it as a thought because it does some some of those things don't cross my mind. That sometimes you just want to go into Grand Theft Auto Bro. and put in the cheat codes so you have all the guns and right. you just stand on top of the tower and you put in five stars and you're shooting down police helicopters. Sometimes that's how you want to play the game. I mean, that's so a that little bit dark, wrong, right?
1: But right i mean people like doing that shit and then
2: um, if they're just tests
1: video games is like my stress relief my stress outlook outlet right so that's what i do some people go fucking to the gym and work out i like to play video games fucking sue me right but some people i'm not saying i'm gonna a a go through right <laughs> i don't go through and just start shooting everybody but i mean that's kind of the whole point of call of duty right I'll tell wife, man, I had a fucking rough ass day. I'll fucking crack open a beer, probably four, and then I'll just shoot the shit out of some people with some Nazis, right? Like, it's a, it's an outlet,
2: so. Right, but you've never had the. Going all the way back to the first conversation we had, is. You've never had inside. the thought to go and actually yeah. shoot somebody yeah, oh, in the sure. world. Oh, for sure. Right, yeah, well, like, yeah,
1: exactly. Like, that's not. Maybe our all powerful one just a dude who had a stressful day at work and wanted to fucking
2: sh- fuck with people he
1: hit
0: one
2: it. of the all-powerful ones it, one, right one. depending on yeah specific yeah if there's multiple and i do believe in that i mean a lot of that indigenous people's beliefs i i, I agree with that there why can't there be a god of light why can't there be a messengers what the god of sea you know why why not Why does it have to be one?
1: Every point that people, at least currently nowadays, like, just say that those don't exist. It's just one more extra deity for me. That's all it is. Uh,
0: Because it's easier to worship one that is created all. than created multiple. Well, plus, I mean, science can
1: explain why light is what it is, right? And why plants grow and... What the tides are, right? Science can explain all that. So that—that's why. I'm, that's I'm just went down my own personal rabbit hole. Yeah, I, no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But what about of luck? Now you're getting crazy. Now this is abstract thought.
2: Like luck, or you know, perseverance. What is luck? Wait,
0: okay. Right. What, Do, what is luck?
2: Can you make your own luck? No. Off it's chance, almost like the opposite of murphy's law right well
1: i guess technically luck would include itself in murphy's law because anything that can happen will happen right can't
2: go wrong will go wrong
1: nah dude that's not murphy's law it's anything that can happen will happen we just antiquate it or not antiquate it we just imagine
2: it to be what in goes in a negative wrong. light right yeah yeah murphy's law is dope it's a, it's a real paradox we've gotten ourselves into here <sighs> boys
0: that's why it's abstract. <laughs> sorry,
2: man. and I and I, no, I don't be sorry, man. I, I can appreciate all of these thoughts, and as we said a couple episodes ago, I was inspired by what by what, by what you guys had said, and adopted that for kind of a belief system in my own self. Uh, um, so you know, mm-hmm. these conversations are just for me. I continue to keep an open mind. Um, and maybe I got a little high fee earlier, <laughs> but uh, okay. sometimes I do have like a, a specific thought about things.
1: Well, if you if you're passionate about something that you is like,
2: why can't I change somebody else's world with my yeah, passion?
1: Yeah. Well, you can.
2: If I'm not necessarily passionate about something, then I am open minded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, so the good thing is. Uh, with all this that we're you're t- we're talking about with deities and all this, it it, it kind of brings it back to Mike's whole thing. Is like, what you know? What do you know about certain things that or certain theoretical things without basis and proof, right? Which is really not to be a dick. Religion. That's what religion is. Yes. I mean, a hun- like a hundred, and you could look- go back historically, and you could see, okay, yeah, Jesus more than likely was actually a real dude who was just doing his thing, right? So but yeah, religious is again one of those. We're bringing it back to to Mike's topic,
2: right? Full circle. Yeah, you're just bringing it back in a, full circle. In a strange and, way. And, and let me let me clarify one thing is that I never saw Dr. Strange. I also you're missing out. never saw Dr. Sleep. And I <sighs> thought that's the Almost, the one you were talking I about.
0: Mean, they have various, they I mean, not the obviously wizards and all that but the astral projection on both of those yeah because she yeah similar
2: fuck you know? yeah right. dude, this is an accident i have i have a background information about dr sleep because uh, i have a lot of you know like stephen king knowledge yeah i've seen plenty of the shining like, right i understand all that i've been to the stanley hotel and i've taken the tour and i've understood that the shining the movie was not what stephen king had written in his book and what he wanted it was stanley kubrick's take on yeah how he wanted all that so i have a background knowledge so i understand and that's kind of why i wrapped dr sleep back into this well
1: that actually is a good point that i think we came across by happenstance unless this was something that he was going to mention but dr sleep the little girl in that movie and, and uh fuck what are the bad guys called or rose the hat her and that little girl, they actually astral project in that fucking movie. So that's fucking nuts that you haven't even seen that movie and it kind of came back to the very first topic that Mike was talking about. I feel like he has more, though.
0: I do have more, <laughs> but with this one, like I, like, like I mentioned in the beginning, I really wanted it to just be... like I, Even like I told you guys, like it's either going to be short or it's going to be long because it really it comes from you guys. Like This is me giving you the seed... Because last week you planted a seed in my mind because you kept talking about inception. So you planted this idea in my head. How could I plant seeds in your heads and get them to grow while we're in the midst of a podcast? And so we all have our own theories on things and our own theories on life. And I felt that as broad as it is when I sit there and talk about abstract theories that have that non or don't have that proven basis in reality. How far yeah. could we really take this? How far down this whole This thing is we only go? the first topic. What you other can abstract post, right? theories do you have though? Oh, we've been talking about it. So the first one was astral projection and then molding into it. I've been bringing in lucid dreaming. This oh, yeah. Lucid dreaming that's what we should, that's what we yeah. into inception types. Yeah, movie. we should talk yeah, about
1: that a little bit more. Inception. If yeah. you
0: go back to Stevenson, where if you remember <sighs> the band characters biggest issue was his wife
1: in, uh, in The Shining.
0: Inception in inception remember? oh so yeah time sorry you would yeah, get yeah. into someone's dream or well his, own his dream. yeah his wife was his always relationship like that. yeah npc as you said that somebody's just you know the almighty one or whatever you want to call it is messing around and and kick instead yeah. of run and now his wife is that introduction of that bad character in that movie so again if we've ever been in a situation i've had dreams where i know they say you dream in Black and white, but I have woken up many a times and felt that my dreams were as vivid in color as the world is. But who said that today. you dream in black and white? I read that. Is, that, is that a thing? I've there's heard that there's plenty of
2: <clears throat> that. A great majority of people dream in black and white. Really, I I don't. Uh, maybe it's not a majority, but there's like a, a considerably large number that dream only in black and white and never dream in color. H- how do you for it? How do you test that, though?
0: Is this let just, me just a survey? Like waking up and writing down the note. It was black and white, and I remember it or I don't. That's literally it.
1: Well, this is kind of weird, though, because if that question... <laughs> dude, this is, like, deep and...
2: Now, now, now let me thought. propose this. And I don't know if this is a neurodivergent thing, <laughs> but what if you project color into your black and white dream you've actually never dreamt in color?
1: Yeah, that's what I'll, It's almost like dreaming in a negative.
0: And, and that's where you become the creator, like in inception. You can control your dream. That lucid dreaming is where you have control of your dream, and if you're putting color into it, or you during, just wake up not and
2: you're, during the dream, you don't have the power during the dream. But before the you've dream dreamt, starts, before you've, it loads. No, you've dreamt only in black and white your entire life, but because your brain doesn't understand black and white, you've always, after you've woken up. Added color as you, you reminisce okay, upon I have the to get
0: dream. Okay, <sighs> dude, I man, I could. So I as think. soon as you wake up and before you really can clear your thought of the dream, you fill in all the blanks it. with color. Just yeah. And so then you're like, I dreamt in color.
2: Yeah. Well, or that- maybe neurodivergent people can separate that, and they are the ones that dream in black and white. They are like, no, hundred percent. I did not i dreamt in black and white.
1: I'll tell you for a fact right now, I dream in color. Because do you? How do you know? I dream in color, bro. I, How I, I do just you feel know? like I dream in color. <laughs> right. You feel. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of a that's a silly question. And I don't mean silly, but it's like, what's to say we don't just dream in fucking shapes? Like primary shapes and then just assign that shape to like, that was a person when we wake up. See, Motherfucker, he's... I dream about certain monsters, and I can vividly recall... Because I'm... Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I can vividly tell you, like, what that monster looked like. But I guess to your point is if you associate shapes with a um
2: With well, something form, that you've seen yeah, in real life. Yeah,
1: that's fair. I'm just proving your point, I guess.
2: Like, Like, one of what? my favorite scenes in Inside Out is when they go through the deconstructor. Oh, yeah, that's dope. And they, like, become... All the weird You know, they become abstracts. And then they become basic shapes. And then they become 2D. And then, like, just before they're about to... Spoiler alert. Right about... Before they're about to be destroyed from the thought, they exit the destroyer. Yeah. You know? They were going to incinerate all those wasted thoughts.
0: And is that what dementia is? All those thoughts just... Slowly fading away until he they're has, all gone.
2: Yeah, they get better funding and the, <laughs> the the destroyer becomes larger. So it just it, it just starts taking that's a good one to think about in, in your brain is inside out. It's a children's movie, but good lord if it doesn't get deep. They get right up in
1: well line. now, along your new stuff, your your whole new stuff you're experiencing and your spiritual awakening that you're having. Have you seen soul? Yeah.
2: Same kind of shit. That was. That was. That was a great movie. I was on another plane watching Soul. That was very. That I, I was. I was. I think I just started my philosophy class and was like really reading into that stuff. So I think I took that for a lot deeper than what the movie led on. But I think that that's what Disney does a lot. Oh, uh-huh. for sure. For sure. And I love it.
0: I agree.
1: Okay, so we've talked about Lucid Dream so far.
0: Yes. We've talked about, we've talked about simulated about realities and then we've
1: talked earlier. about astral yeah. projection.
0: Well, I mean, the next part that I was going to add to this was... We've already talked about it and it was deja vu. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like maybe yeah. deja vu is yeah. remembering your astral projection or your lucid dream and you are getting to that point where you were in your dream that you feel like you have to scream bumblebee tune" at the top of your lungs because you're having deja vu. It's so funny. Maybe that's what deja vu is, is that glitch in the matrix where we can get that glimpse of what we thought it was and then we kind of prepare ourselves for what could come next, but it's different.
1: You know, certain theology courses or, or certain... Um, part of philosophy as a whole they include stuff like this like certain universities have simulated reality and the matrix as like a class like a
2: class you can earn like real credit for there's tons of books that are the matrix and philosophy yeah you know doctor sleep and philosophy like how that all entangles of like i feel the what ifs
1: well, where I'm going with that is, you know, if you're teaching a lot of this stuff, um, it, it, what's the likelihood of it's being real? Or is it just an abstract thought to make us, you know, reevaluate just mankind as a whole almost, right? Like, I mean, do they just present these scenarios just to make you introspectively... Look into yourself and how you relate to others, and at you know, what's the meaning of life? You know, to be cliche, right? But an example in like uh, ancient, you know, f- philosophy times of kind of what you're saying, or even the simulated reality, is the um, the parabola, para- how do you say it, parabola of the cave, right? You know what I'm talking about, where you have like the yes. four dudes in a cave, and then they have the little pinhole, and then Everything, everything that's that outside the world. It, it projects in so to them the reality is everything that's happening in the cave so when they have that awakening of getting out of the cave well,
2: one of them escapes and they and he comes yeah. back to tell everybody of the real world is right. so much bigger than what we see here which
1: i guess is probably what i i feel like that was part of what went into the actual creative process of the matrix right but that's like this idea of simulated realities or that there's more than what we initially perceive in, in our normal lives is, I mean, that's been around for thousands of years.
2: And is that is that people trying to, all these, all these. parable, parable. I don't think that's. Par- parable? Yeah, the parable. Parab- parable. Parable. <laughs> parable.
1: You know the word I'm thinking no, of? Uh,
2: parabola is I like a, a is. Sh- 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 shape, concave-ish yeah. shape.
1: Parable of the Cave, I think, is what it's called.
0: Parable of the Cave.
2: By, like, Socrates. or It is Socrates. Yeah. Socrates, if you will.
0: Socrates.
2: Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, I mean, what oh, if... Oh,
0: yeah, that Parable. Yeah, of Parable cave. of the Cave. Parable,
2: yeah. By Socrates, Socrates. Right? You're right, yeah. Okay, good I still good remember job. this nice shit. Nice job, bud. Fuck yeah. Um, I
0: was just kidding, it's Plato. Is it Plato?
1: <laughs> oh dang it. You it, uh, yeah, because you know what you might be right because I think that was included in the, the Republic. But also by Plato, obviously.
0: But again, so here's a question for you guys, have you guys ever had a lucid dream? And Ooh. here's one thing that I can do and I'm good at it is i can wake up from a dream but fall back asleep and be right back in my dream yes
1: yes dreaming. yes is that an example of lucid dreaming because you right, that's the thing control it's, like, it? it's such
0: a loose basis that we really don't know but in my mind like if i if i was saying i was having control of my dream and i could yeah. put myself right back into it how is that not having partial control over your dream
1: or you can almost pick out what you're going to dream about before you go to sleep if you deeply and thoroughly think about something I've really
0: thought about it too much because I like to do a little meditation before I go to sleep. So I really clear my mind just so I can fall asleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so now I've never really thought too much about what I'm going to dream about. Or, I, well, I yeah, but it that's like something how it is.
1: Eh, just because I've seen like in the past where the last thing you think about is the basis of the what you dream about kind of Good thing. Good God, right? mine would be horrid.
0: <laughs> I know I've heard some stories about it. you. Do you hear what this guy listens to at night before he goes to sleep?
2: Yeah, I like to listen to police scanners yes. or live PD or cops or things like okay, that. Okay, so, like, but why? Is it because?
0: And have you ever had dreams about police chases? That's what I was going to say. Because you were listening not to it before huh? fell
2: asleep. No, I'm not. A, I'm, well, as of late, within, like pretty much since COVID started, I don't get more than four hours of sleep. So I feel like I don't hit that REM cycle maybe i do you know rem starts after three hours of sleep whatever but i feel like i don't dream very often um and i don't really remember too many dreams ahead or, or before the pandemic yeah. so i i feel like no i don't have specific dreams about live pd being chased in a car you know live those kind of things awesome. they canceled it I know. think no. No. So what about so that's what I mean is I would be so <clears throat> fucked. Because yeah, I'll it, do, I'll put my head Yeah, I'll put my headphones in and watch live PD an episode and then I'll put my sleep timer on my phone and then I'll go to bed listening to it. Mm. And no. Hmm.
1: But like what I've shared you? that same experience of waking up and then like be reeling into it and you're like fucking a i know i only have an hour and a half left
0: but i'm gonna get back i have
1: to finish this fucking dream i'm having and then you'll forget about it the next day which is strange in and of itself
2: i also don't have that power i I when i wake up i cannot get back into my dream i feel like i've maybe done that in my life a handful of times i mean it's pretty rare for sure
1: um because you have to guarantee and bank on the fact that when you wake up to go pee or whatever you're doing awake, or if it just startled you awake, and then I guess you can go right back to sleep. But um, that you would actually remember what you're dreaming about by the time you go back to sleep.
0: And the, the only time that I can get back into my dream is if I don't get up. I just yeah close my eyes and I'm right back into it.
1: I've done it once I or twice. When I've you like get up and go to the bathroom, yeah.
0: you know, your mind's changing. You gotta, yeah. I gotta turn the light on. I lift the turn lights. the light on. you don't go based off of sound alone no I ended up pissing in the bathtub (laughs) that's (laughs) what I do anyway no no but like you don't got those like the only time I can really get back in my dream is if I had not moved at all but more of that I jolt myself awake maybe it's an exciting part of the dream and yeah like you just said I need to get back in there and finish whatever it is yeah exactly back in it and then when you wake up that's the thing when you wake up do you ever feel like you're complete
2: how many like, times? I woke
0: up this morning and I was like, "I feel completely Like I was able the to get arc, back in the dream. The arc was uh, completed. In the dream, but here was the dream. The dream was quite funny. Yeah. It, we were hanging out and making tacos. That was literally That's tight. my dream was making tacos and a dream of color. Maybe I projected into myself once I wake up. The cilantro but,
1: was nice and green. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I was
0: cutting the tomatoes and they're red, and you know people have tortillas and they're going through the air and. Someone was making fun of my mustache. What kind of
2: asshole throws tortillas in the air? I don't know. That's pizza.
0: (laughs) You you do the frisbee toss to see if it lands in the thing. Someone was making fun of my mustache, and that's why I woke up. And so I touched my mustache when I woke (laughs) up because they were making fun of it. Because they said the hairs were all going one way, and I had food stuck in it. So as soon as I fell back asleep, I was right back in it. And in my dream, you know, the mustache was fine, and it was over. And then we sat down and ate tacos, and then... About, I don't know, 6.45 this morning, pigeons started cuckooing outside <laughs> yeah. my uh, house, which woke me up abruptly, and I was upset about it, but no, nah, I mean, that, that's really it. If, like, had I gotten up to go get a drink of water or, you know, that to been the it, rest of huh? I think that would just have been it. I agree. Probably wouldn't have remembered the dream that's what i'm because saying i you know i just like oh, i discharged it and went to the bathroom more i gotta discharge Ugh. <laughs> but again finally <following laughs> i attracted back to sleep then like i remember up to that point of the wake up and then from the falling back asleep to the end of the dream or being woken up again like i just felt like when the dream was over almost i felt complete like yeah good. like i was like oh this dream's over man like it's like watching a good episode of Friends. you know. You're like, is that watching, what it feels watching like? Watching a good episode of Friends and then all of a sudden you're like, man, good. I feel good. I can go out and do my things today. I don't need to watch four or five more episodes. I just felt complete about it.
1: What if, right now, we're in another layer of just dreaming, right? Bringing it back to Inception. And then when we feel this arc is complete is when we die. And then we just wake up to another reality until we get to nirvana,
2: per what Steven believes. Hey, the more you believe, the better off you might be. You might be. You but might you be know better. what I'm saying? Like, what if. I mean, that's a pretty what, abstract what, thought. What also. if you're creating so. your own religion right now? You find Nirvana before the rest of us, and then you try to. Your followers come back and try to live that exact life so that they can reach your peak and you've created a new religion. Joseph Smith.
0: Those people would have to go through a lot of shit to get to where I'm at today. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna have a hard time following that path.
1: Dreams are cool, cause like, man, I have some. All right, so that's lucid dreaming. But what about um, what is it when uh, fever dreams? You know, like when you're super fucking sick. sick And And those are
0: weird. Every time I had a fever dream, it was always the same dream, and I was in Columbine Middle School. This is in Montrose, Colorado, in the field, and I get on a hot air balloon, and I've done this numerous times at the school growing up in that area. And I go up to the, the very top, and it's and your bed is the basket feet. of that. No, thing? and I'm standing there, and then the basket bottom falls away. opens and falls away, and I fall to the ground. And right before I hit the ground, I drag myself awake. That is my fever dream, and every time I have a really bad really? fever, it is the same dream every single time.
2: I don't have the same one every single time, but I have had fever dreams, Um, and yeah, they're they're not great. I feel like they're always bad dreams on the verge of nightmares, if not a nightmare.
1: So I've had, and I don't necessarily know if this is a fever dream or just a different thing. Well, what do you guys, so when we say fever dream, like what, how, like, is it you're just associating a weird fucking dream because you're sick? Or is it like, dude, because I've had dreams where I've been really fucking sick, not like dying sick, but just like, fuck this, this is probably the flu, right? And I take medicine and whatever, but I still have these dreams, but it's like I'm half awake when I'm having these dreams. Is that a fever dream or is that because I'm just fucked
2: up? Being I think that's said half lucid.
0: I think it would have to be half lucid. It sounds like you're half you lucid so? because, yeah. It's like you're almost, I kind of feel like I'm a in drug induced this, dream. But I'm not quite sure if I am or not. So I'm on the borderline of a lucid dream. Like That's a good
1: point to what you're just saying, like a drug induced dream. Because, like, if I take Robitussin and I'm super sick, dude, it's like, because, I mean, obviously you can make like meth out of Robitussin, right?
0: I don't know. Not a sponsor.
1: It's meth one of the chemicals. It's for one the of the. There. Well, that's why you need one of those cough syrups. You need a fucking ID to buy because technically you With can With codeine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, is it the one? Well, no. I think it well, maybe that, but I think I don't there's think another can thing. think you buy codeine over the counter. No. There's another thing in in um one roboducin of those
2: Jessin and Nodos and fucking
1: Is it the diphenhydramine or is it It doesn't matter, but one of them you can make like you can synth, you that's how you can make meth. You synthesize
2: it and make Yeah. yeah.
1: So I wonder if Maybe it's just that that's fucking me up. Dude, because, man, when I was younger, and I will never forget this, sick as fuck, took Robitussin or NyQuil or one of those drugs. Dude, and I had this dream, and, and I know it was a dream, but I, I was, like, half awake. It was like a fucking... It was like little people were crossing, going across my belly and shit. Like was, Gulliver's
0: Island?
2: Dude, yeah. And it so was you've just, experienced sleep paralysis?
1: Yes, so cool to an right. extent, but... But I was, like, dreaming, and that was fucking weird, dude, and I'll never forget that. And that shit happened when I was, like, in middle school. It was, like, little people were crossing my belly, and there was, like, a fucking movie theater on my bed. So, like, it was fucking weird, bro, I'm telling you.
2: I've had that dream that's just stuck with me for my entire life, and it was, like, I was at my grandparents' house in the San Juans. You guys both went by there. Yeah. And uh, I was sleeping in the room, and there was a knock at the door. And I opened the door. There, it's it's remote. It's pretty remote out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's neighbors mm-hmm. close by, but people don't just come knock on your door. Right. They're on a two-acre plot of land, plus you know all the space between the other neighbors. Yeah. People don't just knock on your door. There's no soliciting there. It's not a thing. But the, somebody knocked on the door. I answered it, and it was a tiny... I, you choose I would your words carefully. Call it an, a leprechaun-looking. L- That's racist. Humanoid, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like because a nobody does this. Nobody knocks on your door and nothing. Why are you glitzed up in all this fashion? Like I'm telling you, he had a top hat and like a three three-piece suit with double breasts. And yeah, it was, like, it was a thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Like it was like. I'm telling you, maybe I projected it into the dream, but it was gold. And I booted that motherfucker like it was a football <laughs> out of my grandparents' yard, only to be haunted by him just circling the house, trying to find a window to get in. Dude, that's a fucking nutty dream. That's, yeah. That's borderline. But crazy. I straight booted it, and, like, and, hit, and when I hit him with my his face, like... <laughs> It it his yeah. face moved like a football would, in, or like a ball does in slow That's motion, where you can see it move. Yeah. Before it takes off. Yeah. That's how his head did it. Literally. You felt his face form around your fucking yes. toes. And then he just <laughs> pew, and he was gone. And then all of a sudden, he's just like trying to circle the house, trying to get in a window. Like I've had those nutty ass dreams. That has stuck with me for life. It sounds like he
0: was playing uh, with a Nerf football outside and then yeah. he bought a bowl of Lucky Charms before he went to but sleep. But, like, what is that? <laughs>
1: if you remember something that vividly, and, I mean, because, dude, you we have to have just, like, we dream every night. Like, we have to have some crazy fucking dreams, right? Like, how can we only vividly remember certain things, like, forever? Again, as I just mentioned, this dream, I was, like, 13 maybe when I had it. And you were, however old, your grandpa's house. So that was you know, yeah, like, it was 10, a while ago. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I've heard this. What back to what you're saying? Like, why do we only remember? Yeah, that so much?
1: It, and like, that's kind of brings it back to what your daughter was talking about. If I remember
0: about. right, they say you only dream for approximately ten seconds. So just imagine that we can look this up, Stephen.
2: No, I don't know. I um, yeah.
0: no, we can look it up. Not 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 getting defensive. I just I seen you like questioning it over there. I was like maybe we can look it up. But it wasn't a question. If, it was like Whoa. like we we're saying like with my daughter when she asked me this question or she made the statement the other day. Right. What, what if when we're awake we're actually dreaming and by yeah exactly that's dreaming, what I'm saying. We're actually awake, but we're only getting that 10-second window of it. And so you only get ten seconds of that, and that's why we don't remember it, or that ten seconds wasn't memorable enough, or we just didn't quite get to that rim level of sleep where we could yeah, dream mm-hmm. that. We just don't know, and maybe that's why we only remember so many dreams that we have, and it's not like every single night we're having these, you know, lucid, um, astral dreams of just awesomeness. And then, you know, if we did that every night, like who would want to be awake? Right.
2: There's, there's a little piece of me that feels like that might be mind-altering drugs that's uh, what, yeah effects. Sure. maybe people feel the same kind of way as they do dreaming so they're reaching for that high all the time specifically psychedelics um, so that could be like a thing as to why people get addicted so often or easily but at the same time if what you're saying is true about us only dreaming for 10 seconds at a time and we can build these elaborate drawn out dreams that we remember then how many dreams a night do we get during that REM sleep how many dreams do we have
0: um that's a good question but i did look this up for everybody The length of a dream can vary. They may last for a few seconds or approximately 20 to 30 minutes.
2: Okay. So again, how long is REM sleep? How long is the dreaming stage of sleep? So REM
0: sleep is three to four hours.
2: So if you're dreaming at maximum 20 minutes, do you just, do you jump into the next dream? Do you have to reset your brain? Is that maybe why you remember it so well? Because you, it was the last dream you had.
0: I guess yeah. Maybe it's like the last thing you viewed, like through your dream, and like as you're exiting and waking up, that's the last thing you remember. So.
2: Or what if it's a common like what you remember in the morning is a combination of all the dreams that you had during the night.
1: I've certainly had multiple dreams in one night, or like multiple like pivot points in my dream, where it's like I be dreaming about one thing and then, and then, then it's the next something reality makes completely different it's just that this person i was hanging out with in that dream. that's the only thing that connects yeah.
2: yeah now i've had i've had that happen but i've also had it where <laughs> i'll wake up to go pee and i'll fall back asleep and i can remember both dreams yeah mm, i've never done that yeah.
0: no yeah i think for me like as you said like i just don't sleep very long so getting to rem is rare more rare for yeah. me probably for you too as well that i don't know i've never had that where i fall asleep have a dream wake up fall back can asleep and have another dream and separate i've never, never you only remember that. one yeah, yeah only one and maybe it's, it's only because rare. i'm only having the one dream yeah and like last night where i could dice right back into it and finish making tacos with my homies i just um <laughs> i just don't have that multiple dreams and think it's just that moment but um, so yeah and then the, like for me too is the third topic we've talked about a of times was deja vu like what if yeah. like maybe that deja vu is because we're having a remembrance of a dream or a projection that's a good a point projection? like maybe that's why you feel deja vu as often as you do is because you're remembering a dream because it sounds like you do remember your dreams quite well that maybe in your subconscious you've buried it but that memory's coming back of having that part in that dream. Mm-hmm. You feel that deja vu coming on and then you you have your outburst just to kinda jar yourself from that because you don't know what's coming. Like it could it, does it feel scary, does it feel nerve wracking in a sense?
2: Yeah, a lot of times, like I said, nine times out of ten, I'll do something that affects my deja vu because I because I did that feel skip. like it was an it was a a poor outcome. Like, for instance, like, it's happened to me at your house, specifically with your child, where we're messing around, playing, or we're in the kitchen, and something happens, and then all of a sudden it triggers my deja vu, and at the end of my deja vu, one of us is bleeding. Yeah. And so I, like, try to affect my, my deja vu. The outcome of that situation. And how, and never have, in the past, has, have we ended up bleeding at your house? Never. So
1: He's just
2: uh, so Doctor like Strange in it, it every time is it comes Doctor over. Doctor
0: Strange very much, man. It's like it movies, man, so man. weird. <laughs> like, all right, so you've seen all these outcomes, and so you, in your mind, you've already made that. Have you ever had those deja vus that you don't change because you don't feel that bad outcome coming, and you just kind of roll with it to see what happens?
1: Yes. Or it's like, see, I fucking knew that was going to happen, and that's what you always say after it happens. Yeah. I fucking knew it.
2: Sometimes I embrace it because I'm like, this is fun, or it doesn't matter. Like, like I've seen red car, white car, green car pass, and then all of a sudden I see a, a cat. It doesn't matter. Like there's no, it doesn't. But then all of a sudden in real life, <laughs> red car, white car, green car, and I'm like, where the fuck's this cat? Yeah. Where is he at? There's and the there Matrix, he is. Matrix, like right? you know, yeah, like, <laughs> like coming. Oh,
0: yeah. Have you ever experienced anything like that, Eddie? Like with déjà vu, is it just kind of like you're in the moment in a restaurant? Every time I something? experience
1: déjà vu, it makes me feel like, and it sounds like people's and feel déjà vu different ways. But when it, when it happens to me, I'm like, I have done everything I'm already doing before. Like, when the fuck did I do this before? Like, this is exactly what I've like. I've done this. Your before.
2: physical, you physically have done this. Yeah, and it's so strong. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's where what I mean. Is that that's why I'm trying to affect it?
1: Where what you're feeling is that like, I mean, the most recent time I had deja vu was upstairs. I, like I was cooking with my wife a couple weeks ago, and I turned to her and I was like, "Whoa, this is really weird." Like, did we do this just recently? Like, did we have this exact conversation just recently? And she was like, "No," so it's like. Oh fuck this is like straight deja vu. Ah, wake up, you know. That's what's doing. So
0: yeah, deja vu by definition, you know, it is a French phrase meaning already seen. Yeah. Like yeah. I've already seen this and as you just experienced that the other night like I've already seen this but was that one of your astral projections or one of your lucid dreams that caused that deja vu?
1: Right. Or is it our brain's way of telling us we do too much of the same shit over and over again and to add some
0: variety Or what our if we lives? live in a multiverse and we're Someone all Someone else did it already. Yep. And we're seeing a glimpse of it. I
1: mean, yeah. You I know like what crazy multiverse movie that I feel like... Spider-Man. No. Oh, that, that was a good one. End of uh, the Spider-Verse. I like that one. Bro, that's, that's the best one. Spider-Man movie they ever made. But you remember... This is a tangent. Jet Li and Jason Statham in The One. You remember no, that movie? Never seen it.
0: What? Nobody? I don't think I've seen it either. Yeah. No.
1: no, Jet Li <laughs> is like the good guy and the bad guy, and his bad version of himself went to like twenty-eight other multiple universes and killed himself. Oh, I remember. And now, every I've time he killed one. himself, he became more powerful.
0: It's almost like Highlander. Like there can only be one. I know. I never seen it. You have never seen Highlander? Do
2: it. That's way too deep and i I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that dude it's a it's kind it's kind of a bad movie but it's it actually out, i
0: wanna say like late 90s right early
1: it, 2000s early 2000s i like, was probably oh, a freshman year in high school maybe sophomore but like it so was that's 2009 he would uh, <laughs> uh the year it was 2002 actually <laughs> um it it's it's one of the first movies that actually used digital body replacements i just remember that cuz of fucking being a nerd yeah but the one yes. But, yeah, multiple, like, that's another thing that, well, I guess that has more actual, tangible, tangible and qu- super heavy quotes here. But in theoretical physics, for certain equations to actually be successful, you know how, like, that's all they do or, is create equations to make sure it, like, works? Um, some of them, you can only have it be successful if you consider a, a multiple universe. So. Hmm. so that's a little bit more... Okay, so there's literally zero proof of this, but it's it's um, I guess there's some theory behind it.
0: Well, that's why it's abstract with no yeah, basis abstract. in reality. So, again, when you know you think about it, like so like the movie Highlander for those out there that don't know, I'm old. It's a movie about how they are immortals and they have to fight each other. And there's X amount of them put on the world, and they have to fight each other. And every time they kill. Another immortal, they absorb their energy. That's what happens stronger. in the Highlander. Mm-hmm.
1: So I heard. And they just the do Highlander, the first one was it can
0: like... be only one, and because there can only be the one Highlander.
2: Wasn't wasn't that like a TV show too? It was a TV Christopher show Lambert, and bro. a
0: few movies. Um, yeah, good stuff. But Sean did... Connery. Rex oh yeah, Highland. that's right. Uh, oh was he was shit, he did die, didn't
2: he? <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did. Oh yeah, he did. Two years ago, in 2019. Okay. No, that was
1: 2020
2: for sure
0: I'm, he's a more recent I mean. i'm
2: pretty sure that they did a what's it called for him on on the oscars like you, you know how they do that tribute and you know which i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real he just died my in wife makes me like august bet my wife
0: bet all right you guys want to put a wager on this
2: i think that he was he died before 2000 or 2019 or earlier 100
1: percent in 2020 and i'm guessing the latter half of 2020 if i was to really
0: take a stab at it
1: around august of 2020
0: are you guys ready yeah october 31st of 2020
2: see that was super recent Maybe. I don't know. Like, what I was going to say is that my wife, <laughs> I watched the Oscars with my wife. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one of my favorite parts is always the tribute the or the memoriam. remembrance. Yeah. yeah. And one that really got me, uh, uh, obviously, was tearjerker for me was Robin Williams. Oh,
0: for real? Oh, is it? Yeah, so, yeah. like,
2: that was huge. So And I felt like it was, like, I saw Sean Connery in the Academy Awards in memoriam section. Yeah. apparently not because they haven't handled you it's
1: pretty, and nobody's going to give me props about how close I was to that you, no, well second. Yeah, I, you were definitely pretty close we'll
2: say 90 days okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay that's yeah. cool that's cool. That, that, so the you know that's that's the thing like you know with the one of the Highlanders like just becoming the all like with the multiverse is like maybe that's what deja it is like I said earlier is just a relapse of myself in a multiverse.
1: Or or um, your awakened body, right? And then you're back to sleep in deja vu, is something you experienced awake or vice versa. Or um, I guess that's really it because we're not awakened from our simulated realities yet.
2: One thing that I want to say about deja vu is that my grandpa was always teaching me this and he you know he may not have been the best at teaching it but I will never forget it and I will teach it to my kids and I I try not to teach other other people's kids because they're going to do what they're going to do but one ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure so specifically speaking i can remember him saying this over and over and over again as a kid but getting on the boat one ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure it would be better for you to take 10 trips onto the boat to take the groceries in than for you to try to take all the groceries uh, at the same time mm-hmm. strip stumble fall break something drop it in the water yeah you know hurt yourself do any of that kind of thing like one ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure okay and so just... i feel like that's deja vu for me in coming back to that doctor strange thing is like maybe i've played out a certain scenario in my head so many times that i can that my prevention or or those imagining of those scenarios is the deja vu so i prevent it by taking my actual physical steps including screaming
1: or maybe just maybe in your simulated reality that you're in right now you have a superpower and your superpower
2: is to see into the future right i mean can i harness it like how do i learn that you just idea. do
1: that that's you do idea. and that's why you fucking scream and that's why you tell his daughter to stop fucking running otherwise she's gonna split her head open right
0: yeah. It's, you know what I take from that listening to it is like it takes less effort to do something the right way, than it is to get your leg fixed because you broke it. So right. it's like, right. Yeah. You know, do shit right the first time, not the second time. Don't yeah. get hit. Do it, it. Do it right. It's so that's you know, it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you like, for exactly. your grandfather.
1: Uh, my grandpa had that
0: into you because that that. Yeah. You know what my grandfather used to you, say? My grandpa get had, back to work.
1: <laughs> <that> movie,
2: bro? <laughs> 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 moves that oh man. <laughs> I don't know. That's some cool runnings right there. Yeah. Saying, right. Come on, you okay? Come um
1: on. My grandpa had a similar thing, such as that, but he told it in this kind of a drawn out story. but It was a good story, which you've probably heard about the cow and the heifer, the mini. No.
0: Nah, the two cows and the, the
1: old cow, the young cow, and the, all the the, hef, the heifers. The old cow is talking to the young cow, and the young cow says, "Man, look at all those, you know, women down there, all the the heifers, right, and the the."
2: You're talking about the, a bull,
1: the young bull, yeah. Sorry, the young bull's like, man, you know, he's talking to the old bull. He's like, let's go down there and you know, fuck him. And the old bull's like, no, man, we're just gonna strut down there, man. See, I don't even remember. I fucked it up. Yeah,
2: but when I know, remember what coming me, across is, it's like you know, your granny. he was like, let's
1: run down there and f- you know, fuck one of them. And then the old guy was like, let's walk down there and fuck them all. Which was like... Yeah. You know, take your time and do it right instead of fucking... It's back
0: to the tortoise and the ah, right?
1: dang. I like that. And you know that comes back to, you know... He didn't say it in that way because he was a, you know...
2: A man of God. But your Grampy, right. like we call him. Yep. Um, he, was an in, he was a stronger lineage of indigenous people, isn't that correct? That is correct. So I think that that kind of like embodiment of us into animals projecting personifying if you will Mm -hmm. our spirits into animals is kind of like an indigenous people's thing and i appreciate those analogies as much if not more as real world analogies a because i'm an animal like lover b because indigenous people are amazing and c because it's teaching a lesson well and and i can tell you the exact
1: time and place he told me that story which is like
2: what time was it dude i was 3 or 4 p.m
1: <laughs> not well i could tell you almost maybe not down to the hour but i could tell you exactly and, and that's not the point but being able to recall certain memories and stuff like that and i'm pretty certain this is a real memory i mean that's like telling a story like that but like around what the story was told about maybe he told me that but i remember it happening in real life but maybe it was actually in a dream that it happened i know he told me the story but i'm trying to remember about like why he told me the story which brings us back to like lucid dreaming and stuff like that
0: how old were you when he told you this story
1: so when i remember this story happening that he told me this metaphor and it makes sense so we redid the tile in my mom's uh in my house growing up and um, Dustin, you guys know Dustin. Dustin and I were ripping up the tile, and we were pulling it all out, and we were just fucking getting crazy. We were teenage boys, right in the height of when our puberty was fucking crazy. We were just ripping the floor up, you know, just getting crazy with it. And my grandpa had come over just to kind of look at stuff because you know he was—he wasn't like a carpenter by trade, but I like he was that's going on. I love it. That's the kind of stuff that he did, and he had just seen. Me and and my buddy and I just ripping up this floor, and he's like, you know, you know, you should probably do this in a better way because it was just like it wasn't. It was just we were just ripping up fucking tile, right? We were just being, you know, whatever. And then he right, told you're making us, making a mess, smashing yeah, yeah, exactly. smithereens. It's gonna take you six hours to clean right. it up because I'm, and not only that, but I'm just all over the place. It's like I'm playing tic tac toe with the tile I'm gonna remove, you know.
0: And that. And because that's you're going he told so me the story. Aggressively, right. with it. He told you the story, but if you take back to what Stephen was talking about, the ounce of caution, prevention, prevention, the ounce Saves of knowledge of house. knowing right. how to do it right is worth more than six hours of cleaning of you that busting child your work. ass
1: to get stupid. Right? Exactly. Right. That's worth. That's what, Yeah. That's, that's like, like a twenty-five minute way of telling you that it's the same. Did kind you of story. ever have
2: a similar like? Analogy, or have you ever heard you like think, that kind of thing? I think it
0: was, but it, for me, it was always do it right the first time, so you don't have to come back and do it a second time, because it's gonna take you more right. time to do it twice mm-hmm. than it would have once. Measure once, so measure like twice. Same, cut exactly. Oh it's yeah, it's kind of like the same as your guys. It's like think about it, do it, make sure it's done right, so you don't have to come back. Oh, so don't anything.
2: just send the don't don't just send it, plan it,
0: plan it, and <laughs> then send it. What a then.
2: legit story though. I was probably I had
1: to have been a i'm telling sophomore you. going into junior in high school
0: and so for you at the time i had more than one i had just never i had never thought worse.
1: about anything like that before and then it was like coming from my grandpa and then me being in like this coming of age time and then he's like talking about having sex with fucking cows and shit it was but just did like you a weird hair then uh, what do you mean, I mean did like, you care about what he said must have well, after he told me, like everything just clicked, right? And it was like, yeah,
2: see, I wasn't that smart. I wasn't this that is quick.
1: A, this is legit. It,
2: it's just one of those weird.
1: It, and like, I'll like th- that exact story. I'm gonna fucking tell
2: this numbnuts upstairs when he's ready. You know, like. Right. So what I'm asking is, like, do you think that he probably told you that tons of times before? No. Because for me, I I swear on everything that. I've heard that from my grandpa thousands of times. And I just wasn't smart enough to pick it up until I became an adult. And, like, now it's like, uh oh. (laughs) Yeah. Again, too, though, (laughs) how much time did you spend
0: around Grampy compared to how much time you spent around your grandfather? I
1: mean, we were around him. I mean, I was around him a lot. I
2: mean, I spent quite a few summers with him, but, like, between summers, it was, I was. It was far and few between. We were four plus hours away. We lived four plus hours away from yeah. each other.
0: Like maybe you were a little bit more tonto at the time and that's why he said it that much or maybe he was trying to make up because he wasn't around you as much. And wasn't yeah, really it could, ingrained yeah, it into you. Yeah. And maybe he only told you once. because he, he only told he me used that one time. It in different, yeah. He explained it in different ways and maybe that was the one way that he could get across to you and get it to stick.
1: But my vivid memory of it Based off of how vivid it was, I guarantee that's exactly how it happened in real life. But, you know, some things we remember it occurring differently in dreams, which kind of comes back to the lucid dreaming thing. Like somebody could tell you something and you could lucid dream about it and the context change or changes or the meaning changes or, or, you know, blah, blah, blah about something that was said. And maybe that's why you remember it more. Mm. Um like 98 percent certain that that my story is what was the true story but yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah like how yeah.
1: much of what you actually remembered is how it happened and a does it happen from lucid dreaming or b doesn't happen from some sort of a strange form of deja vu i
2: don't know man
0: I, yeah i don't
2: that's that's deep because i totally understand where you're coming from i there's a lot of my life that I'm like, did that actually happen? Because I might have been the Excuse only me. witness to that.
0: And we talked about this not too long ago. I remember that. We were talking like, I know that this happened, but I have no way to prove that it did happen. Right.
2: Like, did it actually... Am I making this shit up? Like, like, did like I it's so outlandish when you start so telling odd. it.
0: Like, and sometimes they are so outlandish, but then it's like, it's true.
2: <laughs> or I yeah. hope um, so, because right? like, my you, whole you life's said, been like, based around this. Yeah, yeah, it
0: follows the question, where, like, was it? Was it not? And then you start to question yourself, and maybe it was one of those astral projections, and you project yourself, and, and you were doing this, and then all of a sudden you have that bit of deja vu or whatever, and you start to explain that experience, and then you're like, wait, did this even really happen?
2: Like, one of the wildest things of this nature that I can remember And I tell people, and I'm like, my biological father and I went camping once. And I'm sitting around a campfire in a green, luscious valley. And then all of a sudden, I get this wild hare to go find some sticks. Must have been maybe eight. Maybe. And I grab these two sticks. And there's a picture in this universe somewhere of me holding these sticks like I'm a fucking Power Ranger. And I swear on my life that I... I was like, I'm a Power Ranger, and my dad's taking a picture with the thirty-five millimeter camera that he got. And then we, after a little, a short while later in the same trip, we take this hike up along this road, and we come across bear scat, fresh <laughs> bear scat. And the next thing I know, we're gone.
0: Like, what do you mean gone?
2: Like we we left the campsite. Like,
0: you just like. You go from that moment of the hike to boom, we're out of here. Yep. Like, there's is nothing right? else in between. There, not a glimpse of. <clears throat> but the way.
1: fact that you nothing else, nothing. You vividly remember this, but you have that photo that you're there's talking a about. Photograph of it. Okay, that's what that. Was that's the key. The, photo was the key. That's the key. Well, I,
2: mean, I have to find it. mean, but is this?
1: This is all in that hypothetical. You know.
2: Is if there you think actually about it too photo? much,
1: see, but man, see, that's what I'm saying. There is a like, photo. They of have.
2: It. I physically held this photo in my hand. Nah, man. You but didn't. did you? Because it was Because what it, was, if it printed. was
0: a lucid dream. Man! And that... you made yourself hold the photo in your dream. And
2: how often has that happened to you guys in your life? Like, I hear a lot of times, and it may or may not be true, I've never actually been tested, but that I have Asperger's or that I'm on the spectrum <laughs> or that I have fun. a neurodivergent <laughs> brain. Uh, like,
1: you know, that's like the third time many, you say neurodivergent. What do you mean by
2: that exactly? Yeah, what that you that? are not neurotypical. Your brain doesn't function like a typical human being. It diverges from being typical. So maybe you're getting so to your point Neurotyp Neurotypical versus neurodivergent.
0: He's on his way to enlightenment from becoming an NPC to a playable character.
2: Maybe. Maybe that's his neurodivergence. Maybe. maybe. <laughs>
1: That's kind of funny about the neurodivergent thing and like Asperger's like that kind of since we've talked about movies a lot that goes back to that the predator how the predator wanted the autistic kid because he could like focus on like weird things not weird but like obsess and like calculate and do all this stuff
0: and maybe that child that, that kid, because in the, the movie memory. he's on that higher he was at evolutionary level, that level. That number processing right like- I oh, need that, you up here oh, because this is what movie. I normally would think at and so yeah. his brain has been wired that way to think those that number or decipher the code of the language and he's like yeah. cool now we can talk.
2: Yeah is, exactly. And, and is that is that that's on some next level shit that's a whole another podcast a whole another topic is just saying that's what you said is evolution specifically human evolution is it I believe that polydactylism people oh, born with extra fingers that should be embraced in a in specific circumstances that if my child is born with six finger six fully functioning fingers on each hand and i'm not a, i'm not a geneticist and i don't know how you know That's recessive dope. traits and and dominant traits work specifically mm-hmm. but like if people with
1: polydactylism is a straight mutation it's not a trait so why? are you
2: saying that that why how do you know that how you, is there is there proof well i that guess that cannot be an evolution
1: technically every adaptation and evolution is actually a mutation a mutation which is a is a misnomer technically so that's not misnomer I mean, but i misspoke so technically all
2: evolutionary things are are uh specific mutations, mutations yeah it's just which one, the survival of the fittest. Right. Now, again, if they cut off a finger, uh, an extra digit of a person with polydactylism with, that is non-functioning, that non-functioning digit, right. right, then those people could still go on to breed or, you know, they're fertile still. They, right. Then that can be passed on. Like, will we eventually see people with six fingers commonly specifically to use like to grasp other things maybe a second opposable thumb on the same hand
1: that might not be because like i feel like
2: or selective breeding i feel like that would have been a
1: thing at least by now like so i don't know if polydactyly is actually something that what it, this is where I was getting at earlier. What I meant is that I don't think it's an inherited trait. I think it's just random, one of those random mutation traits.
2: At the same time, we as humans are not breeding for survival of the fittest as they do in nature.
1: Right, but if we were breeding for survival of the fittest because the six digit is... Because like the six digit this has nothing to do with your... Yeah, but that... That you still have the trait whether you cut it off or not and it has nothing to do with like correct re- so that's what i'm saying correct
2: like, but but in specific evolution and like i said this is a whole nother topic so we can cut this quick but specific evolution is two giraffes with the long necks were able to survive longer than the short giraffes with the short necks. so over time the long neck drafts survived out correct and here, as with humans, we're not breeding. We're, we, we don't have to worry about survival of the fittest as much. Right. So people with six digits aren't necessarily the only ones surviving. They're not doing better than people with five digits. Uh, I see what you're saying. So if we were to do selective breeding, polydactyl people, would we eventually gain a sixth digit on each hand?
1: No. I don't think that it. From here out, I I don't think that's a possibility, and the reason why is because I think if we planned on it, like if it was like we're only gonna fucking breed people like with six digits henceforth, like y- yeah, but like
2: that's what I mean, selective breeding. Yeah, yeah. In so by isolating
0: world. that genetic mutation, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, for sure. Are going to the after how a while, that would be polydactyl people. Yeah. Absolutely, constantly compared to a normal. It rare would take anomaly. generations
1: upon generations. Yeah, upon and generations. completely understand. But, yeah, about yeah. that evolution. Yeah, but not offered for a fact. But if it was, if we were basing it just on societal norms right now, no, that would never, never be. A thing it would never happen. No, because people are just weird. by not like weird because they have six digits, but weird that they see take the six digits and... into account. And you're like, oh, no way. Yeah, she could be a solid ten, and if all of a sudden you see that extra you know, big toe. toe that's just a little <laughs> strange looking and you're like Grr. but it
2: fits in every shoe she wears she makes it look good she gets some things pedicured fuck it do pun intended right um mm. yeah so i mean that was a completely off topic thing well,
0: completely off topic
1: back to mike
0: back to mike so i'm <laughs> gonna cut this here at the end we're gonna wrap this up but uh, to bring this podcast to a wrap um I've found myself often staring at the nice guy and wondering what else is out there. Don't do it. Maybe there are other places (laughs) where energy goes when projected or controlled when we remember it because of deja vu. So the next time you have deja vu, write it down. Write down that experience. Remember it. Do a little internal digging to put those pieces together. Who knows what will come of it. thanks for listening to this latest episode of what the fuck do you know about abstract theories with no proven basis in reality
2: thanks mike thank you